Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason. And we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Pizza! Robots are bastards, everyone! Robots are bastards! Our theme song, Tom. Our theme song. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Our our poorly recorded theme song. We're back. We're back. We have returned like the like movies been... and time and the tide. <laughs> it feels like it's been so long. Hi. Hey. I think it has. I think it's yeah. been months <laughs> Maybe. since we last discussed uh, Cop Rock. Yeah. Welcome to All Bards Are Bastards, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm one of the hosts, David Bell. I'm a second host, Tom Ryman. And uh, big shout out to our producer Matt Smith, mm-hmm. who who is the is the one making us uh, watch all of Cop Rock, or should I say, letting us, allowing us, uh, get, opening a window of opportunity, Dave. Yeah, really. Yeah, really. Like uh, throwing just, open the doors of perception. <laughs> opening, yeah, opening our eyes uh-huh. to the magic of Cop Rock. Yeah. Uh, my goodness. You know how at the end of the Doctor Strange where the eye the third eye explodes out of his head? That's mm-hmm. like that's the experience of, of being exposed to cop rock. Matt Smith is our third eye. Yep. It's like, oh well, oh I God. can see the universe now, like really see it. Really see like it. Like when Will Smith went on TV and said he had an equation that explained everything in the universe, like I see it now. I can right. see that equation. Did he share that equation? No, he didn't. Yeah, that's that's pretty selfish of him. It is. It truly is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So if people aren't aware, Cop Rock is a show that lasted maybe half a season. Eleven episodes. Uh, Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. In I want to say 1990. 1990. Yes. Uh, It is a musical, a cop procedural musical. Uh, Actually, it's not a procedural. Doesn't that imply like it's like. like there, every new episode there is a are different pre- case. There are procedural elements to it, and it, I mean, it's its less a procedural than, like, Law & Order. Yeah, imagine The Wire, <laughs> but they yeah. sing. It's, 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 was... it's closer to, like, The Wire and NYPD Blue, and it's from it's yeah. from Stephen Bochco, the creator of NYPD Blue and Hill Street Blues. Um, right. So, so like, it's, imagine it, our surprise. Yeah, it is that <laughs> level of drama and seriousness randomly interjected every 10 minutes or so with a musical number. Yeah, there's five songs per episode, I, I've noticed. Um, yeah, go back and watch the first episode of us covering it if you want to see us convey our shock of yeah. what this was. Because I don't <laughs> think either of us knew no, what we it's, were expecting. Yeah, it's Cop Rock uh, has... The the infamy, the reputation of being one of the biggest turds in the history of television. Um, so when you hear about it and when you see the clips of it shared on like I Love the 90s or whatever, uh, you know, variety or, or clip show you're watching where it typically gets referenced, it really makes it seem like Cop Rock was this weird, irreverent 
kind of fun and silly show, like musical show about cops, but it is. <laughs> It, it is, is gritty not as fact. that. It is. Yeah. It is. Ju- it, it is as gritty as the shield. It truly yeah, is. It, it, it's. It's not as much copaganda as you would expect. No. For a musical about cops. Yeah. Yeah. It is more of like an observation on cop shows, like a meta show. Mm-hmm. Uh. And and. At, at the same time, it's still fucking baffling. Right. It's there still- are scenes that are still fucking. Baffling, usually involving Ronnie Cox. I was about to say, Ronnie Cox is like the hat atop the cowboy hat on top of a hat in this show. He is. This God damn it! This show is baffling for so many reasons. <laughs> so many reasons because yeah, it's not it's, it's not even just what we described. Like what we described, you know, like a, a a gritty cop drama that happens to have musical numbers. It's like it's also insane. Like yeah. on top of that, it has characters like Ronnie Cox, who has a shooting gallery in his office. He's the chief of police. Uh, yes. we we talked about all this last episode. So if if you haven't listened to that, but so. Uh, God, so we're, <laughs> this yeah. show, dude. We're, so we're we're into it now. We're mm-hmm. episodes three and four. We're into the uh, meat, and it's still we, not. We've passed the I bun. We're into the patty, Dave. Yeah, we are, and the patty is just as confusing yeah. and off-putting. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we started with episode three, labeled "Happy Mother's Day," uh, M U D D E R S, which I think is a reference to mud fighting. I guess. Because <laughs> there's mud wrestling in this. Uh, I, I, don't know. I mean, it's it also... And it, and it doesn't... Um, I can't... Now, the, I've, we, we're, we're covering two episodes, so I the can't baby, remember. The baby stuff doesn't happen in this episode. Okay, so yeah that's, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. So it yeah, truly no. is just referencing the mud. Yeah, it's not... Yeah, if they had the mud wrestling and the, the baby... And the, the mother stuff, then I'd be like, oh, there it is. But right, no, it's, it's just the mud. <laughs> Okay. No, completely unhinged. Completely unhinged. Yeah. The sh- it, <laughs> it begins with um, Ronnie Cox in his office, and we get right. I also noticed that like the pre-credits teaser always has a song now, so it starts with a song. It starts with um, Ronnie Cox in his playing guitar in his office. Ronnie Cox, which I just noticed has cowboy paintings and cactuses. I think in they. It. I think they added them. Okay. So like after the pilot episode. You know, Ronnie Cox had a shooting gallery in his office. So he did, he, he like wore, there was, there was a scene where he wore a, a six shooter on his belt, had this full size robotic mannequin come out and then he pulls his gun out and shoots at it. So we already know he's got like a little bit of a cowboy fantasy and is also completely unhinged. But in this episode, they've completely Southwesterned his office, like, like, like the waiting area of a Chili's. Yes. Um, and he starts playing cowboy songs on his guitar in the middle of like a brutally misogynist meltdown. Yes, <laughs> about uh, the state of the world and how women are in charge. No, you're you're mixing it. There's that. Oh, that's well, that later? later. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's when he whips himself. That's which right. we'll get to. Yeah. No, he he's in he. So I, I'm wondering if his office will slowly more and more turn into like a western. If they're just gonna keep it's adding just props. Westworld, yeah. Yeah. No, this is what he talks about uh gunfighters. He it's it's um it's the idea of like why do we why do we um Oh, why do we because, crush our gunfighters? That's right. Yeah. Because it's about um 
they're they're going to take down the cop who shot the the suspect in custody. Uh, so and he knows they're going to kind of pull pull the trigger on this, and he's like lamenting that cops can't be cowboys anymore. And he he the music video is him riding a horse into like a a poor neighborhood and everybody like looking at him weird while he's singing about being a fucking well, cowboy he's riding a uh, as best i can tell he's riding a uh, horse down beverly boulevard like he's right. in the middle of downtown los angeles yeah he's wearing they didn't have a cowboy outfit so he has a cowboy hat but he's got just like a regular red shirt with a little dumb badge on it yeah and it, it's all mostly non-white people staring at him just being like what the fuck is he <laughs> Doing. what is happening is a mass yeah. shooting about to happen yeah like- yeah exactly it's uh yeah that that's the first song i hate i ache to hear the doggy sing again is the name of the song mm-hmm. um and it's just it, it's a, a police chief lamenting that they can't just shoot minorities i believe yeah and get away with it yeah he's really he's really upset that he he can't just shoot first and and never yeah. ask questions and again, what happened to the days when a cop could yeah. just do whatever he wanted? Well, the those days are a... still here, Ronnie Cox. Right. The, yeah, the, I got good news for you, Ronnie Cox. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah the, 30 the, the, years the, later. <laughs> yeah. The show is aware of what it's doing. That's yes. clear. Yes. Uh, it's supposed to be dark that this police chief is lamenting this idea. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's going to be the through line is this cop going down. The other through line is May- Mayor Crazy Hair wants to be Senator Crazy Hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, we, and, and we finally learn why the the actress is wearing so much like old, yes. old makeup. Because it she was, is told by yeah. her like campaign people, uh, quote, if you're this physically repugnant, you'll never get the numbers you need. Mm-hmm. It's a scene where they sit this actress down, who even in the makeup is like a perfectly fine-looking person, and they're like, right. "You're she a just, monster." They, she just she looks like Margaret Thatcher. Like they've made her up yeah. to look like Margaret Thatcher, basically. Yeah, and she's told like, "Yeah, you're you're hideous. Yeah, you're you, a you fucking to... troll. Yeah. You're a you're a pile of shit. Yeah, with exactly. hairspray it's... on it." <laughs> exactly it's just like i wouldn't step on you if you were yeah a bug. it's well it's funny is it's it's her advisors who are adult male twins which just shouldn't be allowed right um is no, uh, pick they're, one. Pick yeah one. they're telling her um uh, basically they're like listen we got to be we 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 have some stuff to share with you that is not pleasant you know this it's just this is the nature of the beast we're doing polling this is all about the public's perception of you and that's what we're what we have to deal with if you want to be a senator and she tells him a few times she's like okay it's guys listen i i've been in politics my whole life this is not my first rodeo just lay it on me be straight with me and then they proceed to rattle off this litany of colorful phrases that they're People they pulled yeah. used to describe her ugliness. And then at the end of that, they themselves, th- this is coming from them. This is not an opinion they're reading, is when they say that if you're this physically repugnant. Right. So it's like, guys, <laughs> like, maybe yeah. just, there's a difference between being frank, which would have just been like, we pulled all these people and they all think you're ugly. They all think you're unattractive. Uh, so we right. have to we have to deal but with no, that. But no, they're like, but they like so really, but they like pile on like these yeah. really abusive phrases. <laughs> That's like, guys, <laughs> this yeah. is not Calm necessary. 
<laughs> also, when you mention they're twins, they're not just adult twins. They're adult twins that like do the thing like they do the where twin they, thing. Like, they dress yeah, alike. They dress it's, like, alike. it's like they're trying to parent trap her in addition to forming her senator campaign. Right. Her senatorial Which, like, campaign. When kids do that, I get it. The parents probably dress them alike. When two adults like grow up as twins and decide to continue doing that, mm-hmm. we have a problem. I will we after have a problem. Dave, after we've watched Dead Ringers, I will never trust adult twins. Yeah, exactly. I just won't. Um, yeah, they're not to be trusted. Uh, there's also uh, one of the most uh, <laughs> unstable strip clubs I've I've seen. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wrote down some announcer quotes because there's the an annu- announcer, the who- announcer who is dressed like Michael Moore. Yes, he <laughs> needs to be arrested. Uh, I don't know what for. Like he's not like a sex girl something, or anything. Something. It's just the things like, coming I out feel... of his mouth are nonsense. Right. You, this is this would be a, like Tom Cruise from Minority Report should have come bursting in to arrest him <laughs> for a crime he's about to commit. Like this yeah. is that's the energy this guy has. So he's setting up mud wrestling. He says these these next two girls are going to scorch your thor- shorts. And then he says, and I had to rewind and write it down. Uh, and it, he says it so quick. You're going to be lining up to get a sniff of the tire tracks from a laundry truck carrying away their wash. And that is just... That's awesome. I don't awesome. know what that is. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. That is pretty cool, actually. That's some That's some good writing. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice, nice job, MC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's really... He's... He's really going all out. Yeah, uh, he's giving them his his best lines. So it's a mud wrestling uh, club, and then um, it's who is this dude? Is it the cop? Which one? The dude who's at the club who like goes to the break room. Oh, Larusso. This is the crooked. Cr- this is the crooked cop. Okay, the, the guy who just straight up murdered the dude in the previous yeah. episode. His he's, girlfriend works there. He he's there. He's there. Vic Mackey. Yes. Uh, his girlfriend works there. He goes in the back and he kind of, he's just like really weird and jealous about how she works at mud wrestling. He's a real shithead. Yeah. She sings a song, uh, her break room song that is, uh, I hate, I love. hate love. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about how much she hates men in love and how much she hates herself. And she's just staring in the mirror and there's the line like, but there's something about him. I can't live without him. I'm like a junkie and he's my vice. And this guy is just such, he's not particularly good looking and he acts like a total asshole. He's just, and it's one of those where it's like, ah, this is a bummer. Yeah. I mean, you know, it happens. Like it happens. Oh no. It's yeah. It's if you were coming into this thinking that maybe, uh, LaRusso was going to be like a gray area kind of character like they sometimes do in shows like this where it's like ah he really is going too far but like he's trying to like you can like you can see like that like a conflict within him or something or like he's complex LaRusso is not complex LaRusso is a evil shithead spoilers this this episode (laughs) near the end he basically just almost sacrifices her life Uh uh-huh uh yeah (laughs) but before that we get uh the cool cop, cool cop on the beat with his uh, uh, grumpy partner. They, oh, Gaines they and uh, what's his name? Frank? I think. I'm never going to remember the yeah, name. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's been so long since we watched the first two episodes. Yeah. But it's the, you, you guys know. You guys are probably just are listening to this in order. So, yeah, it's the guy who sang the soulful eulogy 
in ep- in the beginning yeah. of episode two. His new him and his new partner Gaines, the guy who wears fingerless gloves for no reason and won't stop being just annoyingly cheerful. Yeah, he wants the people to like him. They pull up next to a guy playing his radio too loud, and he goes, "Hey, what's on that box?" about his radio like trying to be like oh cool song well, it's and the less guy that, just like, i think it's less that he wants people to like him specifically and he he has this idea in his mind of what the police should be and he's, right. he's he wants correct people to like cops right he yes. wants them to be part of the community which is the right idea it's just buddy yeah i <laughs> I, I think they're they're doing the thing where he's the young yeah. idealistic cop he's the bright eyed bushy tail yeah yeah he's gonna turn uh, into Larusso in like five years <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's going to be murdering suspects in custody. Right. They go to a domestic disturbance call. Oh, man. And things do not go well. Uh, the it's, uh, it's a couple, and it's like a little physical. You can't quite tell. What they're just screaming, mostly. Yeah. And, and then the dude grabs his gun. He grabs, he grabs the cop's gun. gun. Yeah. yeah, which, bad police work. Yeah, <laughs> right there, there's, right a, there's, there's a reason there's a little, like clasp on that a buckle there's yeah. a little buckle on that yeah he keep that shit buckle gains what are you doing yeah they talk him down they get the gun back and then they leave yeah they just leave <laughs> yeah and i was like that man is gonna kill that woman but instead something even worse happens he sings they both sing it's a duet they both sing yes it's the domestic disturbance it's like a blues song yeah um I can't believe we could lead out, let be, could let out of hand. I think is what it's that's what it's written as. Uh, when I looked up the songs, and so it's uh, it's them singing at each other while the cops at first just sort of um, like they, awkwardly they, walk. They watch. watch until like the fir- they watch through the first chorus, and then they're like, then they, "All right, I think they're going to do another verse, so we should probably get out of here." Yeah, exactly. They're like, "All right, this seems settled." <laughs> And then they leave. That's not. It's not the only time this happens where like a criminal sings and everybody just awkwardly it just watches. Has, stands there and listens to it. Y- yeah, and so they just this dude grabbed the cop's gun and they're like, "All right, well you're singing, so it's fine." Uh, they're the main theme of this song is, it, or rather, it ends on it ain't nobody's fault but our own. It's them. It's a domestic disturbance where they both agree, like, "Yeah, we're both pieces of shit." Uh, and the cops are like, all right, it's all settled here yeah, and leave. It's all settled. I'm not sure. This is one of those times where I'm not sure if the show knows what it is, where it's like, man, it, it really seems like they should do more here. But I can't tell if the show knows that or not. Um, I don't know. It, th- that is yeah. hard. To, this, this, this is a weird <laughs> sequence. Because <laughs> again, there's not like it doesn't get physical. They're screaming at each other. It's just, you know, it's an argument. Um, yeah. And it's an art, it's over something dumb. So I think that's like part of the point of the song. Um, right. But they don't they don't make too big a deal about the fact that the two cops just leave. So it's it's like like I understand why they would because like the fact that Gaines got his gun taken away from them and they were in this very serious situation like that's he's in deep shit for that if they yeah. if they report that. So, but they're they don't. They to, don't dwell on that though. They don't mention that aspect of it. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know how how we're supposed to take it, this particular scene. It's. It almost feels like they're trying to show that every now and then cops get called on something that's like, oh, it was just no it's, big deal. Uh, yeah, but like it's it's, it's something that they big deal. shouldn't be involved in. It's well, it's hard to tell. 
Well, well I mean, it's it. Well, yeah, it's, it becomes it's a big deal thing, when he snatches the gun. It's like I feel one, like yeah. maybe this guy is gonna get out of control, right? Because <laughs> like, yeah, he did exactly. get out of control. It's one thing if two a couple is just having a screaming match, and it's like, okay, well, yeah. you didn't need us for this, but then he shows the threat of physical violence mm-hmm. and then it's like okay well now now yes over, yes we are here for a reason over the fact that Gaines calls his wife sweetheart he says uh, just tell me what happened sweetheart or basically something yeah. like that and, and that's, that's enough what, for this man to grab a cop's gun him take the gun yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, may, I, like, I feel like maybe you should arrest this guy <laughs> yeah I think I think in this case it's it's a problem yeah uh, seems like he resorts to violence over minor things right or seems like he grabbed a cop's gun yeah it seems like he stole your weapon (laughs) and held you at Uh, gunpoint for calling his wife sweetheart yeah uh we get then the mayor gets the plastic surgery which also gets a song called perfection oh man Uh, this guy in if this show had been made 10 years later six years later even that guy would the plastic surgeon would have been played by Jack Black. Yes, no, and and also it's the it's the '90s rules where it's like this man wouldn't be allowed to be in things anymore either. Oh right, it's, yeah, this he's is a, that era where people can just look like normal people. Right, he's a real John Carroll Lynch looking guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and there's backup dancers, and he's just singing about you know how he's gonna yeah, do plastic surgery, singing about how fucking awesome he is at plastic surgery. <laughs> Yeah, with extremely dated music. A oh, lot yeah. of this music, so a lot of this show, I'm like, what genre is this song? This was, sometimes this was I'm a, not sure. This was an incandescently brief, like it's so so like a like a flash fire. Yeah, uh, uh, trend in music where it was like, I'm trying to find the right way to describe it, but it's like up tempo. It's like it uh, it's feels like, like every song can bind. Yeah, it's like blues. It's like up tempo blues with it's like up tempo jazz blues. I don't know how to describe it, but it's it's sort of like like the Simpsons sing the blues. Do you remember that album? No. It's the Simpsons came out with a it music album terrible. in 1990 called The Simpsons Sing the Blues, and it's what like Do the Bartman was on, and I'm in deep deep trouble. It's like uh, okay. that genre, and I'm not sure how to what exact. It's a I feel like it's like a type of. Uh, R and B, uh, but like, but like, really poppy, but also bluesy. It was this really, yeah. very strange combination of of sounds that was like popular for a v- very brief window yeah. in like 1990. A lot of Huey Lewis sounding voices, but a lot but, of like gravelly voices. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like taking four, five different types of sodas and mixing them. Yeah. Exactly. And drinking it. Yeah, where it's like a little upsetting, but not like you can still drink it. You just, you know, like I'd rather have like, you know, just one of these, I guess. Uh, and then we get we get back to the the mud wrestling club, which, by the way, the referee, uh, King Mullet, just a fucking beautiful, a real, mullet a real mulleted hero. Yeah, yeah. So uh, bad cop is trying to bust a guy for like. He's trying to buy cocaine off a guy. And is this an official sting? It's part of... Are you talking about when the captain shows up and blows his cover? Oh, no. Because that happens first. Okay. Okay. And then he pushes a random guy into a drug deal using his girlfriend as a prop slash bait slash hostage. Yes. He talks to this guy and he's like, 
uh, if you sell me cocaine at a discount, you can have a go at my wife. And it's like, oh, no. Yeah, he da- he basically dangles his wife in front of the- He recognizes Yeah, who guy- isn't his wife? I think it's just his girlfriend. Just his He's girlfriend. Just saying yeah. it's his wife. I believe so. She gives him a look later when he introduces her as his wife that suggests yeah. they are not married. I don't think cops are allowed to involve their friends and, and significant what, others what in he, bus. What he does <laughs> is like entrapment to the nth degree. Like, yes. Ba- so basically what happens is LaRusso is getting busted uh for murdering a guy like the captain has basically s- secured all but secured a, a, te- a testimony from larusso's partner um to to get him arrested for murder uh so he's taking larusso off the street so he walks in on larusso handling this drug sting that they'd been doing for a while he's like sitting at a table with two other guys and they're talking about like something like five kilos of coke like a huge amount of cocaine um, right. And the captain just walks up and says, uh, time to knock it off, Vincent. I'm like, Vincent? You said your name was Angela. He's like, yeah, I don't know what this guy's talking about. He doesn't recognize me. And then the captain goes, now, detective. So he just, <laughs> the, the captain ruins, uh, he, like, yeah. regardless how you feel about LaRusso as a, as a guy, uh, he's a scumbag. But, like, this is a serious drug sting captain, that's been, like, yeah, months the in the boss. making. And he just fucking ruins it. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's just so like, many eh, hours. This guy's a cop. So many he's hours and money and just all the effort and resources that went into this sting, and the captain just fucking throws it out the window. Yeah, <laughs> which isn't to say that bad cop handles it well. Nobody is doing a good job. This no. this this mud wrestling place like is uh, feels it, like it's owed something. It turns men yeah. wild. Like they yeah. <laughs> So like LaRusso, like out of spite, we see him in a, a couple of scenes later back in the mud wrestling club, watching his girl, l- watching is a gentle term, leering at his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and she, he, she does, uh, she, she has a, a, an interaction with this guy that he doesn't like, you know, like she, she's, you know, she's a, a dancer at this club. So she, you know, g- does a little dance for him uh, and then, you know. Does, is a little flirty with him and then walks off back to her mud wrestling. And he doesn't like that one bit, Dave. Yeah. She is just doing her she job. She is at work. She, <laughs> she is, is committing the crime of doing yeah. her job. She is a, an exotic dancer, man. I don't know what, yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. you, this is the relationship. You like, understand you, what her job is. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he basically strong arms this guy into selling him cocaine. He bullies this guy just yeah. about. So it's unclear whether he's doing it to make an arrest. Even he does end up making arrests. Like he basically tells this guy, "If you get, I, I recognize you. You're a coke dealer." He's like, "I don't know out." He's like, "Well, I saw you like that lady there, right? Well, she's my wife. If you sell me some coke, you can, you know, get a, have a go at her." Excuse right. Me. Without so, yeah, without consulting this lady at all. Oh no. No, he doesn't run anything by her. So, uh, like, after the club closes, they're on, like, a bridge, um, and he meets this guy, and his girlfriend doesn't understand what's going on. She's like, he's like, hey, this is, I want you to meet this fucking guy. This is my uh, wife. And she gives him this weird look, and she's like, okay, hi. (laughs) Like, not sure what's going on. It's like, okay, well, you're going to go party with him, uh, because I said so. Yeah. Um, 
and then he gives the the guy gives him coke and then he pulls his gun on him it's like hey you're under arrest and then the guy pulls his gun and holds his girlfriend hostage he gives him a hostage he's like here go stand next to this guy i'm about to arrest and Uh, then he's like i'll kill her he's like go ahead it doesn't mean anything to me um and like i mean i guess he's bluffing but like right so but it feels like he's just breaking up with her in a very elaborate way it feels like he's punishing her like that's that's the thing is he does make an arrest but it's the way that you know the previous scene where we see that he got really mad at her dancing for uh men in this club when it's literally her job Uh, and then in this scene he get he sees her dancing for this guy and gets mad about it and then forces this to happen so there's like a you feel like he's maybe more punishing her than he is actually trying to arrest a drug dealer. Absolutely. That's the kind of scumbag um, this guy is. Yeah, he's awful. But then, <laughs> yeah, he, he so he arrests him, he brings him in, and then we get our final song, Garbage In, Garbage Out. Oof. About, yes, this is the worst song of the series so far. This is the, the worst song so of far. the series so far. There's no rhyming, there's no tune, there's no beat to it. It's like it's like beat poetry. Like it, it, it's like a song no, from Cats. Yeah, it's just it's it kept breaking my brain because I was trying to find the song, and it, it's it's again it's it's like multiple flavors mixed, but it also felt like multiple songs happening at the same time, where it was like, like it it, it just it was just nonsense. It was badly shot. Uh, it's about the rotating door of jail. Basically, it's about the idea of like ah garbage in garbage out. They just we process them, uh, which is whatever. But, like, the song itself was just offensive to the ears. Yeah, and offensive in content. Yeah, that too. Like, uh, it, it's all It's bad all around. Yeah. Uh, and then the, that, that episode ends. That's the episode. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. And, well, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Actually, sorry, that's not the episode. Uh, the, he gets arrested. The bad cop gets arrested. Yeah, Larusa gets arrested and, at the end. And of then it episode. ends. Then yeah. it ends, yeah. And next we're on to episode four, A Three Corpse Meal, which sounds like a Batman episode title. Mm-hmm. Like, Today, you're more the expert than me. A Three Corpse Meal. Yeah, doesn't that sound like a, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and that's referring to just a single scene we'll get to. Or it's, uh, it, it kind of sounds like the title of a Dragnet episode, honestly. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and we're gonna follow baby selling lady in this one. Yeah, the, the the waitress from Roadhouse. Yeah, if you recall, she uh, sold her baby at the end of one of the other episodes. The pilot episode. Her, yeah, the pilot for, episode of Cop Rock ends with yeah. this woman selling her baby for two hundred dollars. Yeah, as she says out loud in this, "I sold my baby. I sold it for two hundred dollars," which is just like Christ. Man. When you say it out loud, man. That's like um, I can't even buy a Nintendo for that much money. <laughs> right, right. It's such a cheap baby. That which, is, of course, that is we a learn bargain that, baby. It is when she she's gonna be pissed when she learns that they sell the babies for like oh they sell thousand dollars. Yeah, they sell the the baby for like a fucking thousand percent markup. Yeah, uh, but it starts with the cop trial, setting bail, um, and then its first song, which is him in jail. Uh, the song Can't keep is a good uh, man down, right? Yep, yep. It's uh, I, I so <laughs> it's all about how he's t- he's hard and he'll survive prison, and he's doing that gravelly voice, and they're they're bringing him through prison. I really wanted him to get shanked in the middle of the song. Yeah. <laughs> just like you can't keep. Oh, oh. Can't keep a good man. Just, 
stabbed in the fucking gut. Rapidly stabbed 22 times. Yeah, Yeah, it's fucking Walter White doing it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's the first song. Uh, Then we get the theme. Uh, and then we get Baby Lady, who yeah goes to the the lady cop and basically says like I'm gonna kill myself if I don't get help. I sold my baby for drug money. I need help. Uh, and instead they well basically this this cop wants to help her. Yeah. And this is kind of her arc is becoming like almost radicalized about the system, realizing the system it's doesn't broken. help. Yeah. Because yeah, what happens is. The chief and stuff is like, oh, we're going to go after this baby selling market, which good instinct. Not yeah. not going to lie. Good instinct. Yeah, of course. I didn't I didn't think like, did you think the baby selling market was going to come into play in this show? Like, I thought that was like an aside plot of her selling her baby. And I'm I, I'm kind of glad that they're they're like, listen, I, someone I, sold their baby. We're no, going to look ex- into this. It, it, no, I expected that to come back. Like that's, oh, okay. that's a huge bomb to drop on people at the very end of your pilot episode. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it is good that they brought it back. Um, and so they sit her down, they get her information, and then they book her. And, and we, uh, instead of doing rehab or something, which, like, you know, the system is bad. And, again, the show knows it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, every, we get our, every character is flawed. Um, yeah. even, even the ones that you know, we mostly like, like the captain, like you mostly like the captain cause he's out to get LaRusso. He doesn't like crooked cops, uh, right. but he's also got this flaw where he's like by the book, Plays by the book. He, yeah. He's by the book to a fault. He's uh he's lawful neutral Dave in D and D terms. Exactly. Uh, so like, and, and he's, what they're, he's like, yeah, his, his point of view is, well, we're not going to put her in rehab. She sold her baby. That's a serious felony. We're putting her in jail. Right, and he's technically correct, but it's about how the system fails these people where if a cop goes by the book, we learn the book is wrong. That's right, because sh- like, if she goes to rehab, her infant is just going to end up in the system and probably screwed. Well, no, that's the thing. Is she, if she doesn't even get to go to rehab. She goes to jail. That's what, that, that's, that's what I meant. She yeah, goes to, yeah, she yeah. goes to prison. If she goes to yeah, prison, Yeah, that's what they then, point out is yeah. everything is worse. Yeah, you, we have made um, everything worse. Yeah, uh, she sings the song, which I believe is called "Why Do They Let You Come So Close." It's it was hard because the listing of this was out of order. Mm-hmm. I recognized the other. Four. That is that is the lyrics in this one, yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, and it's her like mad a cop line, which part of me is like, yeah, no shit. Well, uh, it's more about she's singing. It's it's brought on by feeling betrayed by by Vicky, who's the lady cop, but it's overall just about how she like. The, every it it seems like she just can't do anything but lose, and then yeah. like if you, and and like remarking on how it's like, you are, uh, what's the the lyric? It's like if if it's like it's, it, it, she's basically talking about how people don't view her as a human being. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's a good it's, idea for a song. Yeah, for sure. it's very easy to not want to help a person like her uh, because right. she's not a person to you. Is basically right. what she's singing about. It's a meaningful song that I also wanted her to get right. shanked during. This <laughs> <laughs> would just be funny. There's <laughs> getting well, shanked. It's also the whole song is another one of those. Uh, it's another example of, a, of where a, someone is just singing at another character yes. and they just and stand the there and have awkwardly. to listen. To, yeah. Yeah. For like five minutes, we're just standing here and listening to this person berate me in song. Yeah. I can't imagine how awkward it is to film these scenes. Uh, cause they're just, yeah, they're just fucking standing there. Um, so they drag her ass 
off. Um, and then what are we going into? Um, uh, we're going, well, I know the, uh, the bad cops in jail. He threatens to kill a guy's kids in front of him. Well, the, uh, in, in his defense, and this will probably be the only time I will say anything in LaRusso's well, defense, they corner him in the shower. It's three guys. Yeah, no, no. He's doing the prison thing. He's, yeah. He got cornered. He has to immediately act tough. Um, uh, well, yeah, we, we we're learn it's like he's he's like Rorschach or like the Punisher in prison, where it's like, right. yeah, he's 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 a little ball of violence. <laughs> so, so now we get um, there's the coroner, um, or I don't know what his actual job is. He's the he's forensic a coroner, guy. medical examiner. Yeah, yeah, him who's married to the lady cop whose partner is you know trying to bone her. We get we get some stuff with them. The coroner went to his doctor, and the doctor says you have to lose weight. So he is on a diet, and he is bummed out, and I get it. Uh, and, and then the two cops are going undercover as parents trying to buy a baby. Yeah. They use a uh, uh, roadhouse waitress. Uh, uh, they get her to tell them how she made contact, and she said, I went to this lawyer uh, that I had heard. Um, if you go to him, he's the kind of guy who can get you a baby. Uh, and so she went to him, and the lawyer was like, I don't know, Shama, that's horrible. You shouldn't come around yeah. asking about stuff like that and then like an hour after meeting with him she got a call from some mysterious dude named glenn who was like let's yeah. meet and then that guy is the guy that sold you want her a baby. baby yeah yeah you want a baby i got a baby um meanwhile the um <laughs> the chief is has to meet with the mayor and he that's when he says women is, on top that's yeah. what the future holds. this is where he has his like misogynistic meltdown yeah. At Bondi Curtis Hall. He's just sitting yep. there absorbing this wave of like Ronnie Cox screaming into the sky about women being in charge of things. Right. Then he <laughs> proceeds to take a whip out of his desk, a leather whip. Yeah. And he walk has into so the many cowboy accessories just yep. hidden in his office. Well, okay, this isn't a cowboy whip though. This is a sex whip. That is a leather, black leather whip. That's a sex whip. Uh Get- it's leather, it's black, uh, and then he takes it to the other room, and we just hear a whipping sound. Yeah. <laughs> and him yelp. And then the scene ends. Yep. <laughs> Ronnie Cox. It's like, all of a sudden, shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a Rubik's Cube of madness. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck was that? What is this? What's and happening? To, He's a cowboy to... hat full of spiders. All right. Yeah, he is. If he explodes in spiders at the end of this series, no surprise. The only surprise would be if the spiders aren't wearing cowboy hats. Yes. Uh, And then we get to my favorite scene, Mm -hmm. which is the baby merchant. That's the name of the song. Yep. Uh, They meet at the park with the baby merchant. And this fucking guy, he's dressed like Bill Nye almost. Although he doesn't have the bow tie. He is wearing a blue version of Michael Jackson's jacket from Thriller. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And this like little black tie. Uh, (laughs) It's like, I don't know. He's, he and looks it, like like a member of Devo or something. Where on, it's like on, on top of that, he is uh, one of the guys with blue hands from Firefly. Oh my fucking god! Yep, it, it's it's a fever dream. This yeah. is a nightmare. And they're in a park. Um, they're in a park surrounded in a park. by children. <laughs> yep, and he does a song 
about how he's the baby merchant. Yeah. And it's kind of a sexy song. Like, not the content, obviously. The the style. Yeah. It's like he's doing little dances and stuff, like enticing dances. There's a reason and, he's dressed in a blue Michael Jackson jacket. Yeah. And I want to know everything about this man. I need a show just about the baby merchant. I think this song um, told us everything we need to know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He keeps saying, I'm your baby merchant. He says, Tots are us. And it's all weird and sexy. And it's just like, I feel deeply uncomfortable. And yet so intrigued. Yeah. Like, honestly, they should have arrested him right there. Yeah. Yeah, they really should have. I feel like I feel like somewhere in there there was a felony. Right. Somewhere in this performance. Your Honor, he sang a song called Baby Merchant. Oh yeah. Just immediately bangs the gavel. (laughs) Get him out of here. It is everybody go look up this sequence, this song. It is something else. Oh man. Holy moly. Um I don't know if it's online. Maybe it's like illegal to, to to exist. I mean, anymore. you can't stream this, cop rock anywhere, at least not at true. the moment. Yeah. Um, then we have the, um, the 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 forensic guy on the diet. He goes to what appears to be a mob hit crime scene, which is probably me putting some like light racism on it because it's just an Italian restaurant with well, like, it three is, wh- old white guys. I and mean, I'm like, it, well, that's a mob hit. Yeah, as soon as the, before they even walked inside, it's it's at a it's at a restaurant in the middle of the day and when the coroner guy shows up, the cop tells him, yeah, it's uh, three white men in their mid-50s to early 60s uh, shot to death around a table. It's like, yeah, that's a, that's mob shit. Yeah, you're describing a mob That's hit. mob yeah. shit, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, the gag, and I, I think this is, legit fun the what they this, did this was funny yeah yeah is he's describing the crime scene in great detail these dead bodies you know and this is a common thing with people who are around dead bodies like it's also a trope in movies yeah but i've seen it in real life too uh where he's like describing it and he just starts casually eating the food on the table it's well it's on it's it's playing off the idea he's on this diet he's on he a hates. diet yeah he hates his diet yeah but it's a combination of also like he's not squeamish uh, and and so he's just and the other cop just slowly gets more perplexed, and then he it is he just it is up, insane it is oh, insane yeah. to be eating the food off of this table like but it's def- a great narrative move like, it this is could yeah. be in a lot of shows yeah it's a it's this a, could have been in the wire like this is yeah legit this is a yeah this is no different than McNulty crashing his car into a, a underpass while he's yeah. fucking hammered. It's the same. This is something McNulty could have done. It's, it's a, like, yeah, it's a, food at a crime scene. It's a, it's a, it is a genuinely good, like character beat, uh, yeah. for, for a show like this. And again, I must repeat, you know, as, as much as we're highlighting how out of its mind, some parts of the show is, I still think this is a pretty good show. Yeah, no, it's well written. It has yeah. like this is yeah. Like I'm uh, he, invested in the story. <laughs> yeah. The the thing that brings us over the top, which wouldn't be in the wire, is that he then sits down and steals one of the napkin bibs yeah. from the corpse yep. and starts just eating. Yeah. He just starts eating <laughs> this guy's uh muscles. His his yeah. we don't know how long those muscles have been there. Right. They're right in front of him, so they definitely have blood on them. Yeah, and maybe some other pieces of human bodies yes. yeah exactly uh but he's just he's just chowing down and that's that's very silly um 
Also, the guy, the ba- did, you, did you catch the guy he sits down next to, the dead guy? He got his, he got his penis blown off. Did you catch that? Oh, that's they're right. That's what he says in the. He got um, he got shot in the legs and in the he got he got taken out like Michael Fassbender in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, he sure did. All right, no, not Michael uh, Fass. It's the other guy. I think uh, I can't uh, remember. I, anyway, he got he got. The point is, is the guy clearly got shot underneath the table. Yeah, yeah. They they might have all shot each other for all we know. That's true. Yeah. There was probably one person. I'm guessing someone left that scene, but yeah. Uh, and so then they arrest Baby Seller. Um, they sure do. Is, yeah. well, he, it, it's after he comes to. Um, they 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 go to a hotel room to meet him, Vicky and her fucking partner, and they they have this tension between them. She is reciprocal in her in in the attraction, but she's not. She's told him, "Listen, I'm married. This can't happen." But he's still pushing like a real dork. Right. Um, and they have this moment where she's where he's like, "Hey, I could tell you we're pretending to be married. Isn't that fun?" Like he's being a real Mulder about it. He's like, well, we could right. go, I take you away on on vacation for a holiday. And she has this, you know, pretty decently written little thing that she points out where she's like, well, look, like being married isn't it's mostly not holidays. Like it's mostly. Yeah, he says he says, like, I'd love being married. Fourth of July, all that. And she says, what would you do in between? the Yeah, holidays? <laughs> it's mostly that. Yeah, exactly. Is. Yeah, that was a great. And yeah. I love I, I kind of love how the show's clearly rooting for her and her husband. Yeah. Like he's he's, he's the probably best guy. He's we, probably my favorite character. Like, yeah, he is. the The actor's killing it. His they keep giving him these like very relatable scenes. He's got um, great songs. He's, yeah, he's got great songs. This eating the meal was really funny. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he's great. Um, they arrest the guy for selling the baby. The lawyer's like, "You got nothing." And I'm like, "I we I'm got him sure. selling us a yeah. baby." <laughs> yeah. But then he brought us a baby, a mi- and we gave him cash for the baby. Yeah. Um, then we're told there's a major syndicate of baby dealers. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> it's like what the fuck? All right. Okay, uh, cop rock. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where we start getting disillusioned by the system because basically, babe, the baby merchant gets kind of let off easy. So we have the mom he gets, is in jail. He gets the baby's immunity. in a foster family. Yeah. So like that's where she's like, everybody, nothing good came out of this. Yeah. The only um, person who went to prison was the mother. Yeah. Exactly. The who, desperate like, mother the, who was a desperate, you know, uh, and who uh, un- unhoused, right thing, addicted to you know, addicted to drugs, trying to kick a habit, and it's yeah, and did the right, came to the police and was like, please help me get my kid back. She's the only one who goes to jail. Right. Meanwhile, the, then the, they arrest the parents who bought the baby mm-hmm. under the charges of slavery. Slavery. It was like, holy shit. Yeah. I really hope they double check to make sure that's the right couple. Because it was just the, the baby dealer like told them. And it's like, man, that imagine, knock on your door, you're under arrest for slavery. Mm-hmm. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's a I charge mean, technic- I did not expect to hear. Yeah. And I get, I can see them looking on the books of like, what do you arrest a couple for buying a baby? Human oh, trafficking. I, yeah, yeah. You think human trafficking? I guess it maybe it just falls on. It, it maybe in California there's like a, a big it's like a slavery. It, it just falls under like a slavery. Uh, it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend I know how the like, law works. But like, it was jarring to hear them say, "You're under arrest for code eight eighteen eighty one slavery." I was like, "The yeah. fuck." Yeah, I'm just imagining a cop like looking at the books and going like, "Hey." come over here we can get them with slavery you guys and i'm like no shit all right like because yeah there's no way they would have known that that's what it would be 
Uh, but like yeah, that's, that's, like, that's, that's intense. That, that hits your ears in a way that like homicide doesn't even do. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, you, can you imagine, like, the neighbors are like, you know, you're under arrest for homicide. And they're like, oh, wow, that's pretty serious. But if their neighbors overheard you're under arrest for slavery. Hey, hey what, what, what? The cops come to the Johnson's house. Uh, slavery. slavery. They were doing slavery. Yeah. For some reason, like, you'd, you'd, I feel like you'd side eye them way worse than if you heard, well, like, yeah. they're under arrest for suspicion of murder. You're like, oh, wow, yeah. that's crazy. They're under arrest for suspicion of slavery. What the yeah. fuck? And then they're going to have to explain, like, it was light slavery. You don't understand. It's only a little bit of slavery. It was a little, because it is like, they bought a a baby, and it's like, the baby, they're just going to take care of it. So, like, the the definition of slavery, we don't tend to think about that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's I guess that's technically slavery. You bought a person. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, like, Jesus Christ. You can't do that. Yeah, no, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. (laughs) Nobody buy babies. That's uh, uh, pretty illegal. Yeah. Uh, the cop, bad cop, got bailed out and does like some cop sex. Some yeah, like he got, cop he got sex. bailed out by this other attorney that's, he has like two lawyers. Uh, right. So he got bailed out. Women he has, are just. Women really are into They love him. Women Russo. are into yeah. him. He's, yeah. He's, he's got a couple of women just wrapped around his finger. I don't, I don't get it. In any other scenario, he'd be a henchman in a Schwarzenegger action. Right. He looks like he looks like, like a heavy. He looks like the he looks like the bad guy. He looks like the mini boss in a Schwarzenegger movie. Right. He's not movie. a pretty boy, and women are just they're lining up. They're just I mean, throwing he's not, it at him. To be clear, he's not ugly. It's just like he's he's not like he's not like Chris he's, Hemsworth, and he's he's right. like this just like this he's, stocky little ball of violence. This woman spends ten thousand dollars. To bail him out and then wants to have sex with him. Yeah. And it's like, my goodness. Uh, Maybe she just then, digs his vibe. Like, he really has this, <laughs> this like, <laughs> I don't know. Extreme scumbag vibe. Yeah, really aggressive fucking scumbag vibe. Right. Uh, it's like, then we I, get... yeah, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a baffling. It's, yeah, I, I mean, it's a, a tra- it. attraction is a mysterious fig. Right, um, but then this guy, it's like, what the fuck? But is he ha- he, what's, he what's seriously has no redeeming qualities. Like he's not, yeah. he's never kind. Right, uh, he's just this aggro scumbag all the time. Right, and again, he's not ugly. He's just not. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. He's not. It's like it's he's not worth it. Uh, so we get um, the mayor mm-hmm. uh, post surgery. Ronnie Cox shows up. Uh, we finally see her post-surgery, which is just the actress now, without yeah, the makeup on. it's just the actress, yeah. Uh, but her hair got bigger. Her hair is enormous, and it's 1990. <laughs> yeah. so you I can't... hope it gets bigger every <laughs> scene Every scene, her hair just keeps growing. <laughs> yeah. And then Until it detaches it from her main... body like the thing. Yeah. It becomes the main antagonist yeah. of the series. Uh, Ronnie the, Cox uh, is the, instantly the, in love the, with her. The hair of Los Angeles. Get it, Dave? Like the mayor? Ooh, that's good. That's good. It kind of works. Um, so the, Ronnie Cox immediately wants to fuck her. And I think, again, this is another case of, I'm pretty sure they know what they're doing here, which is they're talking about what it's like to be um, an older woman. Yeah. And like and a, a woman suddenly, in, just in, in power, too, in position, yes. in a position of power. And I think that's the whole like you're you're hideous and like that why it's so cartoonish. Right, you're cold. You're rigid. You know. Yeah. Like, that there's all the, all that shit. And the moment she's pretty, Ronnie Cox is in love with her. In love. Yeah. And they, like they and like and date. like humana humana love. Like he's like yeah. stumbling over his words. <laughs> like yeah. But before we finish that arc, we get the working out song. 
Uh, yeah, which, from the medical examiner. Yeah, yeah, called No Pain, No Gain. I like this one only because, one, there's a dude who looks like a young Hulk Hogan there. He looks, um, uh, honestly, that dude, Um, he looks like Steve Austin, like Stone Cold. Yeah. When Stone Cold started out as stunning Steve Williams. And like, okay. and like superstar Steve Austin when he had like this long blonde hair. This dude looks a lot like Stone yeah. Cold. Folks, we're <laughs> talking 90s gym. So, yeah. you know. There are some say, beefcakes in this scene. Yeah. They say you got to hump it to pump it in the song. Um, there's ladies there, too. They do beefcake ladies, yeah, too. Yeah, beefcake ladies, yeah. Um, and they're, be- I be- got to say. Beefcakes is, is an all-inclusive term. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah, 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 for sure. They're very encouraging. Yeah. They're, they're like really encouraging to him and it's actually a really positive gym. Um, I like the line where he says the thought of cottage cheese is enough to make a grown man cry, which hard agree. Uh, <laughs> he's basically he's singing about how like he doesn't want to be in shape because he likes just eating whatever he wants and being happy. And yeah. then like the, the rejoinder is coming from the beefcakes who are like, no, nah, you got to work out and be buff and be fit. Right. Uh Oh, we haven't, then, we haven't pointed a character out that I'm shocked we haven't yet. Uh, we're introduced to another detective in this pair of episodes who's like helping them with the baby, the baby merchant investigation. And he's also the one who's vegetarian and is helping the medical examiner diet. Okay. And did you recognize him? He looks like a lot of things. He's, who is he? He's fucking, he's a meal from RoboCop. No shit. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. I'm, I'm imagining him in RoboCop now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Holy so, shit. So we have like a RoboCop reunion on Cop Rocks. It's fucking him and Ronnie yeah. Cox. Yeah, and he's a vegetarian uh-huh. or and he's he's fit and everybody's giving him they're giving him crap for it. Yeah, and he doesn't he's, give a he's shit. E- he's eating like hummus and stuff and like yeah. celery and cauliflower during the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's gonna yeah, he's gonna help the cop. Um but yeah, he's throughout it. Um so we end on the Ronnie Cox date and he kisses her and she goes inside and she sings a song. Uh, could this be a face that someone could love uh, to her reflection showing that she's, I don't know. she seems like torn about what's happened. Right. Right. Uh, because like suddenly Ronnie Cox is rock hard for her uh, and no one gave her the time of day before this. And yeah. it's like kind of fucked up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and then the, the show, the episode ends. Yep, it sure um, does. Which, it, it ends with think, that song. Yeah, I don't think this is the best episode. It felt like a very, it, it felt like they were doing a lot of like plot uh, maintenance. Yeah, they're they're mm, yeah. This is more connecting story points than like advancing yeah. them really. Well, no, it's still advance. Yeah. It's still advancing some. But yeah, this this one felt more like a mid season episode where it's like you could probably skip this one. Yeah. Um. I mean, you shouldn't skip any, but it's yes. like, it's, it's like, it's a little bit like the age of Ultron of, of the episodes yeah. we've watched where it's like, this one doesn't feel super essential. Cause it's just sort of like, we're incrementally moving the plot forward in this episode. So, right. But that said, I think it's the better song episode, which actually gets us to the conversation of what's the best song. Unless you have anything else you want to say about the overall plot. No, I'm still fully fucking on board with the show, Dave. Yeah, like I'm too. completely invested in the story and these characters. I wish there were five more seasons of Cop Rock. Yeah. I want Cop Rock to come back. Dave, if we get I, fuck off money, we should make Cop Rock come back. Yep. We should I, I want it to be like the wire where like every season is a different aspect of policing. Yeah. 
like like I want I want to just do episode. the wire with song with singing yeah yeah and that's kind um, of what this is already <laughs> so yeah that's pretty much what this is it's wild uh but yeah um that's the last thing I had okay I I already know I don't have to think about what the best song is I have two so let me hear what your best song is baby merchant oh fuck yeah that's <laughs> because it's the pure absurdity it's not even a good song it's not it's, it's not it's bad fun. yeah yeah it's yeah. not it's, it's not a it's banger not but bad. it's not bad yeah but i i do think if i it, the best song song is probably why do they let you come so close um i really liked that one but baby merchant man like come on it's a song about being a baby merchant it's, it's yeah, wonderful that one in the plastic surgeon song <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna give you titties. <laughs> that is a hundred. That is barely an exaggeration. No, yeah, that is pretty much what the song is. Um, I think the best song, my favorite song, is is I Hate Love. Oh wow. Okay, yeah, that is a solid song. Like for the sure. the lyrics of that song are really really good, it's and it's it's a character we're just now introducing. Like we're meeting this character in this scene. Right. And we get a brief moment of uh, a brief scene of her relationship with the Russo where like everything he says is cutting her down in some way. Yeah. It's like very, I, it's very gaslighty. It's very manipulative. So we kind of see it, it's, it's, it's an important scene uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, I mean, just even in terms of like LaRusso's character, this is kind of like the, an, a, the first strong indication that like, Oh, he's not just, a guy trying to do the right thing who lost his way. He is just fully a scumbag. Right. Like, that in, is like true. in all aspects of his life. Uh, and then the song is just a gut punch and it's really well written and it's a pretty good, it just, it, it felt, it felt really authentic and it was, uh, it was well performed. Uh, yeah. That, that was, it was like, it reminded me of the medical examiner's first song in the pilot episode yeah, where he's where singing he's, about he's like how he, how his wife is hotter than him. Yeah. Like why, she yeah like she he feels like she's settling for him and he has no idea why and he's just so grateful that she is um and it was it's like this real uh kind of tragic you know you know in 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 terms of that song and this this song like i hate love is definitely tragic yeah um i would say this one or the one yeah why do they let you get so close was the other one where i was just like oh god damn yeah that's like great performance too yeah um, but I do uh, like Ronnie Cox song because oh yeah I, has he done a song yet no and it's him as a cowboy it's not my favorite style but I like the point of the song uh, yeah for sure and it's just yeah it's it's a good we haven't gotten much of what his character actually is uh, yeah. yet so that was like a good that made even though he's still like the most bonkers element of the show hands down that song did do a lot to explain why he behaves the way he does. For sure. Yeah. Um, I also, yeah, I also really dug days. the, uh, the beefcake song, the medical examiners. That's just a fun song. The no pain, no gain. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah for sure. Like I said, that was the most relatable moment. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. And uh, again, I, I really still baby merchant just because of how incredibly <laughs> unhinged that whole sequence was. His fucking cornflower blue michael jackson yeah. jacket yeah that was unbelievable unbelievable that was shocking oh man uh and i guess um 
Uh, uh, well, I, we're going to check in with this every episode, which is, and we sort of answered the question, which is the question is, does this show no cops suck? Yeah. I still believe yes. Yeah. I, I think there's a couple moments where I was like, like I, the domestic disturbance moment where I'm like, this feels like maybe it's a dated moment. Um, but for the most part, I, it, it actually seems like this show is, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say progressive for its time, which is a weird thing to say. But like n- what now they're doing the mayor plastic surgery stuff where they're actually showing like what it's like to be a powerful woman. Yeah. Uh, who like who can't be respected because of her looks like that's huge. That's like, wow. I didn't think they would they would like start making observations like that. That's wild. I, I still I do think this is a pretty this is a thoughtful show. It, it yeah. definitely is is very conscious of what it's doing. I still think that the addition of music is probably a, a piece of meta commentary. Like we've said. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's still like, I still think this is a pretty, uh, yeah, it's pretty progressive for 90. Yeah. M- Michael J. Fox saying, I guess you weren't ready for that yet. But yeah. Your kids are going to love it. Mm-hmm. That's what we got here. And it's not like, Cause... like he had already, like Bochco had, kind of already done this with Hill Street Blues. We were like, that was kind of, I, I mentioned this in the previous episode, but that was sort of like the first show that showed cops as anything less than the good guys. Yeah. Or at least the first like big hit show to do that big mainstream right. show. Yeah. So, so it's like, yeah, of course, thank this you. Gonna make that show. Thank you. Cop rock. Mm. As always, mm. man, I'm so sad that we're only seven more episodes, Dave. Oh, I want to multiply that number by 10. I feel sad because I don't think we'll get a satisfying ending. It'll, I think it's just going to end. It's just going to end. You know what I'm I mean? Sh- yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. It's going to be like, like the finale of Alf where he gets taken in by the government and then they never made another season. <laughs> no, but they did make a TV movie. Oh, good. Good, yeah. good, good. Well, that's what we need. We need this to be like, um, like Deadwood. Like this is Deadwood. This is our Deadwood. Yeah, this is our Deadwood. Um, where they, I want to, I want to see them make a movie. Bring them all back. Yeah, thirty yeah. years later. Cop Rock the movie. Oh, let's make it happen. Ronnie Cox is like dust in a box now. He's yeah, so I don't old. care. I don't care. Just fucking do it. Do it. Um, all right. That's that's all I got. That's yeah, that's it. That's it. That is that is all I have to say about uh, these two episodes these. of Cop Rock. Yeah, uh, Matt Smith. Thank, thank you so much uh, for giving us this gift of cop rock. Uh, you know, uh, uh, many, many thanks, many thanks. Yeah. And if people are interested, this was through our Patreon, uh, which is Patreon.com/slash/GamefullyUnemployed. Uh, we have basically custom podcast tiers that people can do, where they they just tell us what kind of podcast they want there's also custom we just watched and uh just for five dollars a month you get access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts like tom and jeff watch batman fox Mulder is a maniac star trek the next futurama and spiel boys we also watch movies every friday night with our patrons these are all things you can get on uh, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed check it out yeah we also have a store head over to t uh, not t public head over to gamefullyunemployed.com where you can find a mm. link to our t public store uh, we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, uh, all sorts of things. So check that out. Yeah. I sang. You Tom, did. Just Dave, sang. you did, did it. Did my own little cop rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do my own cop rock right yeah, here. We should, musicals should be called cop rocks now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm going to go to Broadway, see a Broadway cop rock. Yeah. Sort of like yeah. how Xerox became the term for making a copy. Exactly. Yeah, let's cop rock this. Cop rock. Yeah, yeah, Sweeney Todd. It's like, you know, it's like a Victorian era cop rock. Yeah. Oh, God, that's the world I want to live in now. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's get yeah, cop rock let's, movie. Let's, 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 let's change our yeah, vocabulary. We, we have to be the change that we want to see, Dave. Mm-hmm. So. And we're going to. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. Bye. Later. Later.